Hey guys, this is Marcus the Gravaholic, and welcome to Learn with Gravaholic. This week we're going to talk to Robin Fynby, one of the co-owners of the Swedish brand Alpe Eyewear. And here are some of the things that we will be talking about today. Not that many know, actually, but it's my uh, dear friend and colleague Eric who started this in his basement in Ekra. No one's ever done like only great things with good opportunities. You need to have a great mindset. Make sure that uh, you're surrounded with good people as well. All right, let's get on with the full show. Here he is. Hi and welcome, Robin. How are you today? Thanks so much, Marcus. I'm very good. Uh, we were just talking about sitting here like the weather is gray and uh, only clouds and rain. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, it's horrible, it's horrible. I'm super excited to have you on the show today. This is going to be so much fun. You you are doing a journey that I'm so super impressed by, and I, I just can't imagine how you're able to do it. But I'm I'm so excited to, to ask some of the questions that I have lined up today. Um, but first and foremost, um, how I just want to mention sort of how, how we met, and that was kind of through Instagram, which is many of the, the, the reasons why I have people on the show, because I meet people on Instagram. And you reached out to me, uh, I think it was at least. And, and I was a little bit hesitant from the beginning, but then I was like, oh, I have nothing to lose. Let's go. Uh, but we, we can get back to that in a little bit. But first and foremost, you, you do cycle, right? So what kind of, what kind of bike do you, do you like and, and, uh, and why? So, yeah, I do biking, uh, mostly I run a bit as well, but, um, and that's trail running, but mostly I bike and, um, uh, typically I only do road bike nowadays. And uh, there are, I just bought myself the new Tarmac SLA with uh, uh, what's that? With the, a speed, sniffer. With the speed sniffer. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is such a nice bike. I had it for uh, for two weeks in Spain, and yeah, it's terrific. Um, also, I've got a Bianchi Specialissima uh, down in Spain uh, at our summer house, and uh, I have a uh, What's that called? Yeah, Specialized Diverge as well, mm -hmm. which awesome. is a super nice bike. But I've also had some uh, three three Ts as well. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day. That's cool. Well, now I, you get me curious, but where where is it in Spain that, you, um, that you're going and, and you have the house? Yes, yeah, so we've been in Spain for like just before uh, Torrevieja, uh, which is outside of Alicante. Uh, so we've had a house there for uh, I think it's like 15 years or something since, no, it's more since 2001. So, um, but it's actually like the last three, four years that I've been there cycling. Cause I thought it, I thought about it. as like, I don't know, not that great tarmac and a lot of traffic, but I realized like four years ago when I started down there, um, I realized that the traffic is a lot better. There are a lot more like, um, uh, what do you call it? like tolerant against cyclists? Yeah, and um, yeah, they're they're actually very friendly. Uh, a lot, a lot more nicer than in Sweden. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, I haven't cycled exactly there. I mean, my near and dear to my heart is Mallorca, where I used to live for a couple of years, uh, and yeah. I can I can say the same thing about them, the Mallorquin that they are so much more tolerant and they. They leave room for you when they when they go past you, and they they don't push it in the same way. It's only the stupid tourists that that do the stupid things when you when you cycle there. So, 
but the Marroquin, they are super exactly. friendly. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. I'm, I would so much wish for people in Sweden where we live and that the they would actually pick up on that as well because it is they are not super friendly here with us cyclists all the time. No, they're not. And I mean, sometimes I can see why because there are a lot of like bad cyclists as well. True. Uh, but I mean, because you need to like um, be always like uh, show yourself in a good way for like uh, all the cyclists. But I mean, some uh, some. Um, uh, uh, like car drivers are always going to be grumpy or yeah know, being your way exactly exactly but hey yeah. um the big reason why i want to have you on the show is that you are a super brave and super driven uh person uh, starting something that is called alpe eyewear and i have had the i've been fortunate enough to to use your your eyewear and your glasses and i'm i'm thrilled about them but how how did this get started? How did you come up with the idea even to start such a company? So actually, I don't know if I've told you, but um, so uh, not many, not that many know actually, but it's my uh, dear friend and colleague Eric who started this in his basement in Ekra, uh in the like, uh, uh, I don't know, woods or forest in sweden exactly uh, the deep in forest in the deep middle part Ex of <laughs> exactly so he started this in um uh i don't know like late summer 2021 okay. but it was just like a thing where where he uh he started it from his basement basically mm -hmm. and um he contacted me like a month after just you know because we we had started um like a bit of a he was doing coaching in uh, biking and i was supposed to do my uh like second yeah first or second um so we started that 20 2020 we started with coaching um and i was to, uh, supposed to do my real effort on vet the 300 and mm -hmm. oh no it was 297 kilometers long yeah so um I was supposed to do that like in a good time. And um, so I reached out to him. He was going to be my coach. Uh, we did that for like a year. Um, and I'm always joking uh, that I have to be the best adept he's ever had. <laughs> I only I only missed like three training days, I think. I was so focused, you know, and he, we developed such a good like bond um and he was he was actually great at that he was a very good coach cool but like after veteran and everything uh he told me that he started a company Alp Eyewear, but he didn't uh, know what what it was supposed to be um and he started it like the, the reason why he started it and why we've continued is that he thought that Every time he was out racing mountain bike in the forest uh, and then like a cross country race and he dropped his glasses, he was always like so frustrated. Uh, you know, it, it was like $250 laying in the grass or laying yeah. in the forest and he was not supposed to get that. He, he was like, after the race, yeah, new ones, new ones, new ones. And you easily end up with like $1,000 uh, in a season. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he was thinking uh, there must be a sweet spot between pricing and quality. 
So he started looking at, um, you know, um, uh, what's that called? Like, um, uh, fabric, um, like, uh, manufacturers, yeah. um, uh, to, uh, to manufacture like eyewear that mm-hmm. could be affordable with, uh, a lot of great quality. Mm-hmm. So after like having like seven, eight demos sent uh, for him, he found, uh, he found one and he found their direct contact with that, um, manufacturer and we started doing or he started doing business with them Mm -hmm. and then like after two three months um he he had like i don't know three or four different version of stelvio Mm -hmm. and he reached out to me wanted me to be like an ambassador Mm -hmm. and i did that for i don't know two three months and uh, after that, I was like, I left my old place, I left my paw. And by that time, I had a girlfriend that was sponsored by Bliss, Bliss Eyewear. And uh, so I threw them away as well and only <laughs> used the my out there. Uh, and I was, I was like super happy. And uh, I think it was like 5th of January 2022. I gave him a call like, hey, Eric, uh, we need to talk. Because I need to be a co-owner of Alpi, oh, <laughs> and he was like, "What? No, you can't be. You must be kidding me." I always thought that I, I never wanted to. Um, I wanted to ask you, but I was too afraid to ask you because because you have so much going on. Uh, but I was like, "No, we're gonna go for this." So I became a co-owner, and um, uh, yeah, we just like amped and cranked up the volume. So to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, how, so, I mean, yeah. This so that, I, that was the I need to ask you about this because this this market. I mean, it there is just so much product out there, and there are so much brands that try to position them in different ways, right? And I've been I've been using some different glasses, of course, as well, and some of the more famous ones. Um, but it seems like you have found a sweet spot. But how how on the earth are you brave enough to do such a thing in this market? Uh, where where does that come from, and what's your thinking? I don't know. I so I my my everyday job is I run a uh, like welding shop, uh, quite big. We have a turnover of uh, yeah like uh, 20, 20 million Swedish crowns, and it's it's my own or own and old family business. So I took over like uh, running the the business uh, two and a half years ago. But I've always felt that I need to have something more. So I work like 60 hours there. Uh, but then I wanted to, I wanted to have some more hours or like uh, engagement in, in something else. Uh, I needed something more, like not just going to work every day between eight and and uh, and five. Um, so um, yeah, when when uh, Eric. Uh, showed me this i was like we're gonna go for this and we're gonna we're gonna put in the work we're always gonna uh put in money in this so um yeah we we saw like uh i don't know what you're gonna call it but we we saw uh we saw a hole yeah that we wanted to fit in mm-hmm. and and that is an opportunity like, in the market kind of you, you uh yeah mm-hmm. yeah so we actually have like two uh, competitors, but for me, I got to tell you, I don't see them as a competitor. They're the same price, but they're not the same quality. So for, for me, it's easy. For me, it's easy for people uh, for, for, um, uh, to tell people 
why they should choose up instead. Okay. So I don't know. I I, I just have that. Um, it's same with same with Eric. We we have that drive. We want to make a difference. We want to show people that you can get affordable eyewear for great quality. That's super, super cool. But tell me, now I said Alpe, but that's the, kind of the Swedish way to pronounce it. But you say Alp in English, and but where do, where did the name come from? It's uh, Of course, we don't have any Alps yeah. in, uh, in Sweden. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. As, yeah, uh, you, can't, uh, you can't call those Alps exactly. But um, no, you can say any any way you want. But I, I started with saying Alpe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've uh, developed into saying just alp like okay. the english word alp. Yep. yep so but you can say either way it's alp so yeah cool. but, um, but then, the where name, does the name comes from, from? Uh, where, where, where does the uh, name come from you know yeah so so it comes from you know climbing the alp or climbing that uh, do, doing that climb on a bike mm-hmm. or trail running just going up to the top mm-hmm. alp yeah so it it's it's not that hard or it's not that big of a story behind it we just uh or eric thought it was like a cool name and we just stuck with it love it simple that's awesome it doesn't necessarily always need to have this whole super big backstory of meaning something it's just straight up simple and you like something that's just go for it that's perfect but i'm i'm a bit i'm a bit curious too You, you you mentioned that yeah you're working with a manufacturer i guess that's an asian manufacturer yeah yeah how, how what, what now you have all these different kinds of glasses and and shapes and forms and colors and whatnot and um what does the product development process look like because you have come up with some new products and there's things happening you're prototyping and what how does that work are you eric doing that and and how does it work yeah so basically we just wanted to uh, cut like everything very short and make it very like so so eric is more of a, a technical guy and he wants mm-hmm. to you know um dissect everything and i want i want to have answers right now i want to make decisions right now i want results in like one minute um so we do <laughs> we did sort of like in between but i think i got like 90 20 or 90 <laughs> 10 <laughs> but um so we have uh, like um w- i actually have a guy at my welding shop who does 3d printing in um, plastic ah okay so the the process is actually like this we've sat down by a drawing board just uh you know uh, drawing everything mm-hmm. uh, putting in lines and uh uh, doing the measurements and everything, maybe like doing that from a, a model that we like, maybe from another brand or mm-hmm. whatever, and then yep. just tweaking some. Then he does that in SolidWorks, the 3D program. Yep. Yeah, he gives us a draft, and um, and we um, we go from that, and then we tweak a little bit, and then maybe after I don't know a week, we're satisfied with. Uh, one kind of model and uh-huh. we ask him to 3d print it or we order him to 3d print it pay for it and then we get uh, uh 3d printed version and i think actually no i don't have it here it would have been yeah i have it <laughs> look here so oh, here's the so cool. 3d printed version of the aspen wow so this is this is the first and you can see 
this is i mean this is and this is like that's why we say like it's actually designed and developed in sweden it's developed in yeah that is super i mean 3d so, printing is so awesome yeah that's it's super such cool. an advantage and i mean we can cut the leads like like this short mm -hmm. so we've done everything up to ordering a demo or a prototype in like three weeks wow and then it takes one week for them to make the demo or prototype and send it to us so I actually have the, we, we only have like prototype names right now. Uh -huh. So this is the, uh, I'm going to do like this. Yeah. The Aspen Speed. It's oh. called that right now. So this is and the you new one that you've that been holding off. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's very speedy. It is indeed. But this is going to come with a, um, like, um, uh, what's that called when you, uh, yeah, you, you can you can change the uh, the nose, the nose um, yeah, exactly. So you can adjust it mm -hmm. uh, like this. Th this one has has um, does not have it, but we're gonna. Th this is gonna come with the adjustable nose piece. Oh, that's um, cool. And this is the Aspen Aspen Light. Nice. So it's a bit narrower. Yeah. Um, yeah, this way, the same, the same measurement this way, yeah. but it's a bit narrower here uh -huh. and it sits like super comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, so cool. uh, but now one, one, when we're on this uh, path right now, let, so tell me, tell me a little bit about the product lineup that you guys have. So what, what different kinds mm -hmm. of, of uh, glasses do you have and, and why do you sort of, why did you bring them out? Why they, yeah. did they come to be? So, so Stelvio was the first uh first model and that was the developed because um i mean eric wanted those like big glasses that protect a lot um you you feel very secure uh it protects a lot from the wind uh but yet they're extremely light and they're very comfortable they they sit very like nice to the face they're my and, favorites and, <laughs> yeah yeah i know i know <laughs> but i mean they're also everyone's favorite that has a, like um maybe a, a bit uh, not that narrow head or narrow face mm -hmm. so if you have like medium or a, a little bit bigger face or head they fit like very very good um and the aspen uh that was actually like we wanted a model that was a bit smaller mm -hmm. uh fitting in like um on um, a lot more faces that are a bit narrower smaller maybe typically women mm -hmm. and um but also uh a model that sits a bit tighter that is a bit more racy feeling mm -hmm. uh, they're also extremely light. I don't know. There are not many grams separating them between them two, but um, um, it also fits a bit better uh, for some like cross country skiers. So we noticed that uh, for some, they like when they put um, Stelvio up on their head, uh -huh. if they have a very small face, it can easily like uh, glide like this. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one of the reasons why we developed uh, Aspen. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I can tell you that, and maybe you've seen it as well. I don't know, but my wife, she takes the those all the time instead of distelios, so good. she really likes them. Yeah. And of course, she has smaller face than mine, so it really, really, it speaks to exactly what you're saying. Um, yeah, but and I mean, that's uh, yeah. That's a different thing that I wanted to ask you about. This whole cross-country skiing is a big thing in the Nordics, a big thing in the whole wide world. But Norway and Sweden is like one of the two best countries when it comes to to this in in the whole world, basically. But and now I saw some recent development. You you just came off. I saw on Instagram the other days that you were up meeting the Swedish national team, right, and working with them. That's a huge thing, huh? Yeah, it is. And I mean, I, I still can't believe that we're in that pool. But um, and I, I get like a bit of, you know, like this <laughs> chills because um, it, it's it's so cool. And it's like so crazy to think uh, two years ago that we were supposed to be in the Swedish national team uh, supplying glasses to one of the world's best like skiers cross yeah. country. Um, and actually, I I had some friends. Uh, I had some contacts, like in both uh, both um, uh, skiers and uh, in the federation. And I was like, um, yeah, maybe going there to just expand our brand and making like a big impact. So I reached out to them, like, how much does it cost? How does the process work? Mm -hmm. uh, is it okay for us to join? Mm -hmm. And they were like, of course, where we would be super happy. <laughs> and um, and I got like the, I got the, I don't know, like um, uh, heads up that I, I was supposed to maybe contact some skiers before, before okay. entering the pool, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, reach out to, uh, to some of them, if you already know them and ask, would they be able to or willing to uh, sign a contract with you? And I did that with like two, two or three skiers. Uh, actually, the two out of three were locally from Jönköping, where I live, oh, okay. uh, or Jönköping area. And that was that was like the most fun thing, uh, except from the one guy that I knew from before. So uh, yeah, before we even signed the deal uh, with uh, uh, with the ski team Sweden, I actually had like uh, three already done, like by mouth so to speak that's super super cool so, but so how does yeah. it work now when you were up there did you like put them all out on a smorgasbord and people could try them and then they or how, <laughs> what was that experience yeah so i actually was in um i think they had like one and a half month or two months ago i was up in toshpe uh, where they have a ski tunnel uh, mm -hmm. so that was the first meeting uh with the ski team so I already talked to like four or five of them, uh, two girls and three guys. And um, yeah, I, I brought some demos. I brought all the, uh, the, uh, the eyewear that we have or all the models with different like combinations, lenses, everything. And they had to, uh, they got to try it, everything. And they skied for, I don't know, let's say like three days but mm -hmm. we've also sent them before so they had the opportunity to maybe try them out one month before as well and um and, and now when i was up there i i already had like and so we have six or seven skiers that are 
uh, using our uh, our eyewear right now. So yeah, it's uh, such a crazy feeling, and we've actually not um, um, uh, we we still have two left that we're gonna announce. There are quite big names uh, in the ski team, ladies. So that is going to be super cool. I think one this week and uh, one next week. Awesome. And that's yeah. super nice to see, to, to see because that's, of course, going to be huge for you guys, hopefully. Um, great. But um, what's now you are doing product development. You just showed me some of the prototypes and what's coming up. But what else What else do you have planned for the future? What's What's happening now? What's or what's your vision, maybe, I should ask you, because you mentioned that you were working on that right now. So maybe you can give us a little bit of a <laughs> preview. Of course. Um, so next thing up is uh, we're going to uh, release the two uh, new models, the prototypes that are going to be like real models. Um, we're going to release that hopefully in um, early December. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'm going to tell you, and uh, you will be one of the first to um, uh, to be able to um, uh, to show these on Instagram, maybe. But this one is going to come in the transparent frame with this lens. Love it. And that is going to be that is going to be super cool. So yeah. that is going to come as a limited edition, just hundred pieces. That's it. Um, that is the my so maybe that's the first. Frame as well, the the see through one. Yeah, yeah. I I mean we just that was like uh wow let's test it we were like it's 50 50 if it's gonna work yeah and, uh, and that is our best seller like oh really time. yeah wow that's cool and the combination transparent frame with the paint lens mm -hmm. it's like yeah it's a grandiose <laughs> cool yeah well so sorry um so yeah, early December, releasing the two new models, and um, hopefully in like February, March, we're gonna see um, a lot more with the ski team. Maybe like that has like uh, enhanced our level a bit. Hopefully, mm -hmm. and um, we're we're constantly working on new models, but we're gonna we've actually made a decision that we're gonna stay just doing glasses. Mm -hmm. So um, that's that's like that's our main focus, and uh, that's the thing we think that we're the best at, and we're gonna make sure that everyone, including um, Europe and America, knows that uh, Alpineer is uh, someone to count on. That's super cool. But and is it? Um, I wanted to ask you about this as well. And so, where can people find the glasses first and foremost? And how how can they buy them anywhere, or is it only online? And how does that work? Yeah. So we've made it, made it quite simple for both the customer and ourselves. And um, um, as of today, uh, it's mostly like ninety nine percent is it's available online only on our website. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and um i mean we ship all over the world and we have free shipping over like 500 swedish crowns so it's very easy for people to to order them and and the the deliveries are super fast etc and we've actually had some marketplaces contact us uh 
you know, wanting us to be on their platform. And mm -hmm. we're working with a company right now, uh, trying to see like in which way or which direction we're going to go. We've started to look at um, Amazon, Salando, uh, and we'll see. Maybe in uh, maybe this spring we'll uh, we'll show uh, or the 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 statistics uh, is going to show if we're going to do that or just stay on the website. And okay. then we have we have some local bike shops in in Jönköping that has our glasses. Okay. Uh, yeah, for for people to try on and stuff. But I mean um we we have you as a great ambassador and you maybe show some people or some friends and or you're out traveling i mean it's a lot more easier today to uh to maybe have a, have someone as an ambassador or you know extended arm uh, for the um, uh, for the web shop yeah that's very true one thing i wanted to step away a little bit from the products now and talk a little bit more about about you and your journey because i think that's also one of the things that that's people might be very interesting i am very interested in that hearing sort of what 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 people have learned and what has been their challenges and, and things like that and what to think about so can, can you talk to me a little bit about what sort of what what has now these last couple of one two years three years maybe then has been sort of the biggest biggest challenge and potentially also um, some learnings that you have done. Yeah, uh, so the the biggest challenges uh, that has actually been, you know, getting the hang of like advertising. I mean, or m making because I'm I'm I love sales. I love selling. I love speaking for or of a product that I like or that I'm like invested in. But I mean, I've, I've worked with, you know, we, uh, in my main business, I sell transportation screws. That is like, uh, you know, for paper mills and, you know, it's something that I or, uh, or my employees well together. And I sell, sell it as a product. And we're like one out of five in Sweden that does that. Mm -hmm. For me, it's so easy to sell. And I, I just pick up the phone and get an order uh on Alp, it's like i need to really make sure that people see it they see it with their own eyes that it's like um you know the glasses are really great quality and we don't like we don't fuss about we're super serious and um yeah it's a lot harder but also as we've mentioned we have some big names that are our competitors and uh, you need to make sure that you show people that we're serious. And so, yeah, one of the hardest things has been, you know, I don't know if you want to say that, but like convincing people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and also advertising. It's been, uh, hey, it's been rough. Uh, we've found like a good spot right now. Uh, it could be better, but um, yeah, we're learning. Do you have it's any sort of... Heavy. In that in that space of advertising, do you have any mistakes that you want to share? That you sort of oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have sort of. <laughs> yeah, so I I made a huge mistake this summer. So we had two good uh, like advertisements on uh, Facebook ads that went very nice, but I thought it could be a lot better. So I did two new ones and I stopped those uh, early ones. And uh, the new ones was like, 
like shitty. They were total crap. Oh, <laughs> so no. we just the sales like it dropped for like two weeks. But actually, we like to, in total we had a great month. But um, yeah, that was that was such a big mistake. And uh, yeah, we've also had like months where we or weeks that we you know we we've never uh, spoken with each other and just putting up new advertisements maybe having like someone's having like uh, 30% or 40% of like the the um, of of the sales only in advertising so yeah we've done some mistakes on the way <laughs> okay not too bad <laughs> So besides those things, and of course you've learned from that as well, but is there any kind of learnings that you've done that you, or epiphanies or kind of in that, in that kind of, yeah, during this journey now of, of uh, Alp Eyewear that you want to share? Yeah, as I mentioned, uh, I'm, my main, uh, main business is in like a whole different business area. So getting into e-commerce, um, I've learned that like social media and those kind of advertisement or like reach uh, has such a big impact. Um, but also not like, not, not like hundred percent big impact unless it's the right focus area. Mm -hmm. Like if I reach out or if we and I'll reach out to like, I don't know, 11, 13 years old, uh, boys or girls, it, it doesn't matter. We're not going to do sales on them. It, it speaks for itself. I yeah. mean, I don't have to explain that because they're not like, they're not our main focus. But if we get uh, like a uh, hundred or uh, like half of that in the right focus area, we have a lot of bigger impact and yeah that has been mind-blowing actually seeing um, which ones are like uh, uh, strong on buying oh, <clears throat> that's interesting but one thing that i want to ask you that a question that came up to my mind now is that i mean i i act as an ambassador for some certain brands and i work with people that i like and i do the, all those things um but how is it for and I, there's, I, I, I'm not going to say that I get spammed, but I get so many proposals sent to me on Instagram and it's everything, all kinds of weird stuff, to be honest, but, but many different, <laughs> I'm not going to name any, any brands, but, or, or things, but, but when, yeah. how is it for you sort of on the other side of the coin? I know how it is for me and, and so just saying no to a lot of different proposals, but. How do you go about that thinking about the ambassadors? I mean, you, you also sort of kind of started as an ambassador, but then turned to, to the business side. What, how, yeah, tell me about what was your thinking about ambassadorship and, and this kind of new influencer kind of way of marketing and, and so forth? It's, uh, it's super hard, actually. But uh, the, the main focus should always be what kind of person is showing your product. I mean, what kind of influence does that person have on people or on the following? And I mean, I pinpointed you as a person that is very kind, very uh, happy, uh, very influential in a like positive kind of way. Maybe you race some time, but mostly you go out and have fun on the bike. And for me, gravel is also a passion. It's like 
when I want to get out and clear my mind after a rough day at work, I go, uh, I go with the gravel bike and just en endless ropes. And if I want to have a five hour day in a saddle, I go on the gravel bike. And um, so as an example for, for you, as I reached out to you, it was just purely because uh, you were like, uh, like a good, uh, like a good person that can, that can show us in a authentic way. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think that that is the way we're thinking all the time. But also we have some like sportsmen or sportswomen. And for an example, we have Oskar Klaasson, which is like the number one trail runner right now in Sweden. Mm -hmm. And um, he's a, also a good friend of mine. We've developed also a friendship uh, through, uh, through Alp. Um, but also he's doing races and he's also like such a nice guy. Everyone uh, believes he's down to earth and he's not like, um, he doesn't have that, you know, like I'm an athlete. It's like nothing at all. He's a super kind, laid back guy. Um, and that that's also what we were looking for in the ski team Sweden, uh, mm -hmm. cross country team. So I'm not going to say that we're handpicking, but we're very picky about the people that we want as ambassadors or athletes. Yeah. And um, yeah, we and we want nothing, nothing of sales. We want we want you to write or show something that is authentic. And yeah, and we believe that we that really you do that such a great job oh, thank you and we're very thankful <laughs> thank you uh, it's fun I, I i mean it's easy when you when you like the products and that's why i tell people like i i i don't if i don't like it i don't use it it's and i, I never yeah. i don't take on any partnerships or ambassadorships unless i actually also like the products and, and many of the things that i that i am using is stuff that i used before i i sort of grew uh, on instagram so yeah that I bought for myself and that I paid for and that I used and that I have really can say that this is, this is comes from my heart, from, 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 from where I am as a person. It's not paid partnership and someone just gives me stuff and I, Oh, here's this classes. Blah, blah, blah. Mm, super good. Here you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> and then move on to the next one. It's not that kind of deal. Exactly. And there, there are a lot of people that does that. And I, yeah. I, so if, if I could have like one, just, um big shout out uh to people if you want to do a collaboration either it's a company or an influencer uh try to make sure that you do that with all authenticity and like be be sure that uh the person you're uh, giving your product is like um or uh, or sending is like true about it they like it because uh, otherwise you're not gonna you're not gonna make like a solid foundation of the sales or of the company because it's like uh, it's like the same with the vision and mission of our company that's super cool i was just thinking about one thing that happened uh <laughs> it was just recent now was it yesterday or the day before now I, when i got back on the bike and i, I was gonna head out um, and I was looking through my glasses and I wanted the, the transparent one because it was kind of gloomy outside with, with just the transparent glasses because it was also a little bit of rain. 
I couldn't find them. I was like, now I'm not going to curse, but uh, now my son has been yeah. here because he loves using my glasses. He goes there all the time and takes my glasses. He he, he wants to do what, I, what yeah. I do. But anyhow, I couldn't find them. So I was like, and then I was looking through and then I found the, the yellow ones. And I was like, oh, yellow. I got these. I'm never going to use them. But hell, I need to sound, I need something. I can't have the dark ones. I'm just going to pop them on and, and just use them. And because I think they look so freaking dorky, to be honest, with, with, with the yellow glasses. Yeah. With the yellow lenses, I, I should say. But yeah. but then when I got out and I put them on, I was like, holy moly, I actually see better now, even though that the, the sun is in this cloudy and it's a little bit rain and everything. I was like, why did I never test this before? That was such a revelation. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Amen. No, Amen. but I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, I mean, everyone it's like that nah i'm not gonna use the yellow ones i look dorky or uh, i look like a frog or i don't know whatever yeah but as soon as you get them on uh, if it's cloudy if it's like a bit rainy you get the like uh revelation or epiphany whoa is it yeah. is it bright outside is it sunny I need, um, I need to check so now yeah. my story. I need to check my story that I put out yesterday to ask people what they think about yellow lenses. Just give me one second so you can find it here. Uh, okay. When I, I did the I, voting yesterday, it was like 57 pro. <laughs> yeah, so let's see now. Um, so I've had 2,000 people seeing the story, which is not, not a lot, but it's some. Um, and there's now been i can put this on on the, on the screen later so you can see it as well i'm not going to take a screen dump so i can put it on the screen when uh, yeah. for the people um so the vote says now that 52 percent is in favor and that this is the best thing since sliced bread and but 48 percent still says hell no uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i mean so so it's like a thousand people to um to convince Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you did that and that you showed the, the yellow lens. Cause I mean, uh, for me, it's, uh, for me, it's a no brainer, but there is, there is one thing with the yellow lens and that is some people get like, um, they get like a bit nauseous with it. Oh, really? They okay. think it's uh yeah. So they get like a bit of a, I don't know if it's something with a um, uh, with a sight or a vision or I don't know, but some people I've heard get nauseous with a yellow or orange. Oh, okay. Oh, that's too bad. But I them. mean, yeah, I know, I know. They can't experience the best things since uh, sliced bread. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, to start, start sort of. Um, closing this off what what do you have any recommendations now i mean you you're running two businesses you 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 do a lot of stuff and, and you you um go through a lot of different sort of experiences of your own what 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 can you give any recommendations sort of directions to people that aspire to do a similar journey not that, that i don't want them to start uh competing with you guys but in in any kind of sort of product for, for, for sort of business or venture they have ahead of themselves um it's all it's always hard but uh, i've always said that as long as you have passion as long as you're uh, dedicated and one uh, want to put in the effort and the work you're gonna do fine 
And the, the thing that separates the, the people from doing fine and doing very good is the mindset and the effort you put in. Because uh, no one's ever done like only good, uh, like good things with the, or great things with only money. So no one's ever done like only great things with good opportunities. You need to have a great mindset. You have to uh, make sure that uh, you're surrounded with good people as well. So I've always made sure that if I know someone that can point me in the right direction or that can help, help me with something or can get me in contact with the right person, I use that. I'm always going to use that. I'm not afraid. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to be afraid of doing those like maybe um, uh, not that uh, super... Uh, what you call that sometimes i i just throw myself out there yeah i just take a risk or take a chance yeah yeah and that's i kind of mentioned it you, you summarize it pretty well it's about being brave right you need to to be brave and yeah. be consistent and have the stamina to to endure i think that's that's very good um okay last question and also you need to oh, have, yeah oh, and so no sorry but also you need to have some fair amount of luck as well yeah because nothing because nothing is just going like freight train it's always going to be like a bit of bumpy and stuff it is indeed yeah that is very true last question uh which is actually a little bit of a twist do you have a question for me wow yeah i have a question how is your winter training looking is it going to be swift or is it going to be outside or is it 50 50 yeah that's a good question i mean i i try to stay outside as much as i can uh, even though that mm -hmm. it comes with a hassle of putting on clothes washing clothes afterwards cleaning the bike and all that but just the fresh air if it's dark outside watching the stars i mean it's just for me it's not only about training uh, my body it's about training my 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 brain and and staying healthy from a mental point of view and training inside does that to a certain extent like releasing the endorphins that you need but it doesn't sort of give me that full kind of um it doesn't charge my batteries enough in that sense so i i try to go outside as much as i can but it is it is really a hustle so it will definitely be that i that i'm going to spend some time on the trainer as well lucky enough i have a good setup so i i'm not complaining it's it works super fine um mm. uh, and also the 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 pro i mean the positive side of, of uh, exercising inside for me at least i have such a hard time like doing efforts and doing intervals outside especially when when you try to ride on gravel and there's so many twists and turns it's just super difficult to keep to keep or yeah to stay on an interval basically uh so yeah. that's that's why i also for me it's beneficial to do some of those sort of when you go um not easy but when you go sort of steady pace and do that outside uh, and then i do the interval stuff on 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 the kicker that's uh that's usually yeah. how i do it uh but yeah as much as much as possible stay outside i it's for me it's so important how about yourself i agree no i i agree so i i've always done uh uh like biking outside uh, in either weather um 
we usually get a bit of snow in the winter mm-hmm. uh, in Shopping. Um, so m- some winters I've had studded tires, but most I just go with like a bit less air and just go like yeah, snowy roads. And um, but when I when I don't want to buy ride my bike outside, I actually do trail running instead because uh, oh. I've I've never been fond of um, of uh, training or biking inside. Uh, so yeah, uh, my alternative training uh, is uh, trail running outside. <laughs> I I agree with you totally. Outside is the best. Like my mind, body, everything. Yeah, super. Thank you, thank you very much for joining this show. It's been a pleasure. I learned so many things. Uh, it's been super inspiring as well. So I hope to see you soon again in uh, in in person next time we see each other. Thank you so much yourself, and it's a great show. Uh, love for me uh, being with you and just uh, doing this together with you is super fun. And thanks for sharing our brand. Wow, I really hope you found that as inspiring as I did. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Hit that like button, hit subscribe, and you will be notified when the next episode next week comes out. Thank you very much, guys, for joining, and see you soon again. Bye.